Thursday afternoon, tech to the power of five. And our friend Simon Dingle is in the studio. Hello, brother. Hello, how are you? Well, sir, how are you? I'm spectacular. Simon's wearing a suit today. I'm not wearing a suit. You're totally wearing a suit jacket. a t-shirt, bro. Uh, I've, got a, I've, I've got a suit jacket. You've got a blazer on. Because I, I had to talk to adults about this. No, oh, boo, adulting. <laughs> yeah. Boo. That's when you put a collared blazer on. <laughs> yes, you know, and I don my monocle. Uh, funny. And I'm on my best behavior. Simon what is we here. talk about this afternoon? <laughs> I don't know. What do we want to talk about? No, let's afternoon. talk about the Sony Xperia X. Oh, totally really? Good. I've got Please one. Do? Yeah, yeah, you've both got one. I've got one and it's nice. I like it. Oh, you got a black one. They sent me a gold one. Apparently, they think I'm a pimp. I've got a nice little pinky one. I, I like think it's yours. It's very pretty. So, well, this is the latest flagship device from Sony. And hmm. if you have listened to the show before when we've spoken about Sony phones, you know that they are our favorites when yes. it comes to Android. I really love the Xperia X. It's a great phone. The competition's looking a lot stiffer this year. Like, Huawei's got some great devices out. P9 Everyone seems fantastic. to have a nice Android device around. Yeah, the S7's not bad. Breaks if you look at it funny, but it's a, it's a good phone. <laughs> the Huawei's Until that point. photos are amazing, my friend. The camera's yeah. crazy. I was like, whoa, but serious? That's something where Sony's up their game as well. The Xperia mm. X's camera's great, especially the front-facing camera for selfies, right, Fix? Like, yes. You know all about that because yes. you take it's five selfies a minute. And I'll tell you what, I've had, <laughs> since I've had this phone, I've had lots of my friends who are on iPhone, and I know Simon believes the iPhone camera is probably still the best. Yeah, around. I'd say the, the iPhone 6S is hard to beat in the camera world. Look, Samsung's got like magnificent cameras yeah. as well. But. but I've had a lot of iPhone friends look at the pictures on my phone and go, yeah. wow, that's good. Mm. And and that was something where Sony was a little bit behind in the early days of Xperia. Oddly, because Sony makes the sensors in just about any mobile phone out there. The iPhone uses a Sony sensor. Um, but for some reason, they couldn't get it together on their own devices until now. The Xperia X. They've sorted it. Actually, the Z5 had a pretty good camera. How much is the well. X retailing for at the moment? So if you buy it cash, it's like nine and a half, ten grand, depending who you speak to. I've seen it on contract at MTN for, I think it was like uh, just under 600 bucks a month. So yeah. it's definitely a flagship device. It's not cheap. But uh, lots of things going for it. You know, it, a lot of phones are really fragile. Like I, I joke about Samsung. I don't hate the S7. It's a fantastic device. It's got arguably the best screen in the market, one of the best cameras, one of the best implementations of Android. But they do break when you drop them. Mm. And the Xperia devices all along have been waterproof, drop proof. Like I've done things to Xperia's that you could probably go to jail for. And they just <laughs> like they they just take all the knocks. And and I think that's important. Another thing they've nailed is the fingerprint reader. Yeah. Uh, the it, like it, it's it's the first time where I don't even realize I'm using a fingerprint reader. It's so seamless. It's yeah, I just really a turn the screen on and I'm in the yeah, phone. Yeah, and you yeah. forget it's actually unlocking as well. So solid as a brick, good camera, decent screen, all of the things we love about Sony Mobile. Uh, the Xperia X is hot. There you go. But stiff competition. Hot, but competition around. That is the official Simon Dingle thumbs up. Tech to the power of five. We're going to get into Q&A in a bit. Fire away as many techie questions as you think we can cover for you. Anything you need help with, advice about, recommendations for, ideas, anything to do with gadgets, games, consoles, cell phones, computers, laptops, the interwebs, at all. Fire away. The hashtag on Twitter is Tech5 and the SMS line number is 34555. We'll cost you around. Free messages don't apply. We'll try and get through as many as we can next. Tech to the power of five. Tech to the power of five. With Simon Dingle. Hanging out with Simon Dingle still is part of Tech to the power of five. And it's Q&A time. Mr. Dingle. Yes. 
Uh, Voni on Twitter says, kindly ask at Simon Dingle, Huawei P9 or Samsung S7? Oh, you can't really go wrong either way. Hey, I like the size of the S7. It's a little bit smaller and easier to grip, but the P9 just feels like it's bulletproof. It's such a solid build. Uh, they're both great devices. They've both got great cameras. Can't really go wrong either way. I do feel like the P9 is a little bit better value for money though. Cat Barker says, what about the G5? Awesome device, LG G5, one of the best Android devices around still. And of course, that's the base of the new new uh, Nexus 5X, I think it is. Definitely awesome. I mean, Google chooses LG and Huawei to build their own phones, so that tells Fair you what you need to know. Fair enough. Google is in on that. Um, hey, guys, a Telcom 50 gig LTE speed, is it better than an ADSL line, 10 meg ADSL line? Uh, so the short answer is yes. The long answer is it costs way more and it depends how good the signal is in your area. If you've got like full bars on LTE, it will outperform any landline connection, even fiber, not because fiber can't do high speeds, just because the ISPs can't generally accommodate it. So LTE is blitzvinnig and it's really good for things like games even, but you have to have a good single signal and the big end, it costs a lot more. No, always the cost thing. Mm. Uh, tech five question. Hi guys, I have a Wi-Fi dead zone and bad Wi-Fi Wi-Fi in my lounge. I tried yeah. a Wi-Fi repeater, but every time the repeater is on, I lose the signal from the modem. And then it's so tricksy, dude. And you know, a lot of people will think they've got a problem with their internet connection when actually it's their own Wi-Fi setup that's letting them <laughs> down. Uh, and getting Wi-Fi throughout the house, it's something we've spoken about a few times on the show. It can be tricksy. Uh, like we've said before, something to check out is, it's called um, Powerline Ethernet. Um, so you can get like TP-Link makes, for example, little units you can get an incredible connection and Dion Wide and all of these places. And basically what it does is it uses the electricity lines in your house um, to set up a network. As a network. It can be a bit dodgy. It depends on the electricity lines in your house. Generally, if you're in a newer unit, then you're okay. You definitely want to try and test it, which is the tricky part before you necessarily buy it. But that can be a way to solve your woes and to spread Wi-Fi throughout your house. Okay. Any alternatives to expensive Apple watches that also has touch features? Ah, there's so many good smart watches out there. Uh, the Pebble is fantastic. They're shipped to South Africa. Of course, the Samsung Gear range are absolutely phenomenal. Samsung's been making smart watches for longer than Apple and, and most of the other players in the market. And, and their latest gears are absolutely amazing. So I'm, I still, in the Android world, I think the, the Moto 360 is the second generation. That's still my favorite watch. Uh, the Sony smartwatch is, is incredible as well. And it's less than half the price of the Apple watch now. So okay. there are lots of alternatives lots out there, Lots of alternatives. Dude. Emil says, um, Simon's recommendation to get me out of traffic. Ah. Waze is Waze. always the go-to. But of course, Google owns Waze and a lot of that tech's making its way into Google Maps now. It's amazing how good Google Maps has gotten at uh, getting your ass around the traffic if you bother to tell Google where you're going ahead of the time. Uh, it'll if you, if you sort of got Google Maps open with a route while you're driving, it'll constantly assess the route. And if anything happens and there's a better route available, it'll tell you immediately. And dude, I swear, it's got it saved me like five, six times that I can think of in the last two months when it comes to Cape Town traffic. Must so admit, highly I'm recommend very impressed it. Google Maps as well. It seems to work all the time. And, um, well, <laughs> Pokemon Go. I haven't played yet, man. <laughs> and I it's not for, for lack of wanting to. I like this question. But what's the question? Uh, Simon, where is the Mewtwo to catch in South Africa? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but if anybody does, they can hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, you're going to have to go find that one yourself. Dude, thank you very much, as always. Uh, we will upload all of this as well as bonus Tech 5 content onto the website 5fm.co.za. We'll catch up with you next week, dude. Cheers. Simon Dingle, that's Tech to the Power of 5. Tech to the Power of 5. Tech to the Power of 5. With Simon Dingle. This is... 
Tech to the Power of Five podcast bonus stuff. Yay. Uh, hello, Simon Dingle. Hello, uh, uh, Roberto Forbes. Should we answer some more questions? Yes, let's answer more questions. Since there have been loads. We never do that. Sean James wants <laughs> to know uh, a Radeon 480X2 or a 1080 GTX? Oh, I lose track. I think if I remember correctly, <laughs> the 1080 was the one to get. It's always, I mean, I find it's always worth going on. What's the Tom's Hardware? Tom's or Hardware is a great benchmark. resource. Yeah, to go and find, because uh, there you get the hard data on which graphic card is performing. Uh, I mean, there are slight considerations in terms of application. And now that virtual reality is a thing, uh, you want to check how good these cards are handling that. And if I remember correctly, the 1080 puts you a bit head, ahead in that field, but I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. It's very difficult to keep up with, to be honest. They they do keep changing these things up the whole flipping mm. time. Um, Dave wants to know, what is Cody? Is it legal? Is it safe? Cody. K-O-D-I. Don't know. I have no idea what Should K-O-D-I, K-O-D-I Google it? is either. Keep talking, Rob. Keep talking. Uh, okay. <clears throat> oh, yes, Cody. I remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> Open source home theater software. Plex, without a doubt. Uh, P-L-E-X. It is just so absolutely good. Um, they've got great apps for Android, for iOS. They've got an app for the Apple TV. They've got apps on LG and Samsung. Uh, it just it automatically organizes and makes your media collection absolutely fantastic. And it looks like Kodi is also XBM, an XBMC, XBMC kind product, of media yeah. center thing. It looks really cool. I haven't tried it myself. I'd be surprised if it was better than Plex because Plex has just gotten so damn good. The other nice thing about Plex is you can sync media. So you can open your Plex app on your phone and it'll see like your server at home, which whether it's a NAS or your computer, like this is these are the movies and TV shows you have. And you can go, okay, sync these ones, take them with me. It automatically transfers them to your phone every time there's a new episode That's or whatever. Clever. And it just, it does everything so well. So yeah, Plex is my, is my one-stop media suggestion shop. Here's something I want to talk about. Um, I was watching one of the Euro football games the other night. Yeah. Um, and the game was literally so flipping boring that I... <laughs> I logged into LinkedIn um, and cleared up about 350 notifications. LinkedIn is the work of the devil, and dude. And 500 contact requests. It's the worst. And Yahoo on Twitter just says, hey, please ask Simon what he thinks is the best social media to use as marketing tool for business. So I would unequivocally say that Facebook is the best platform for advertising. I hate business. Facebook. I, dude, we all do, I right? But but if you've ever used their ads platform as somebody who's making adverts, it's so damn good. You can target people like it isn't possible on another platform. I can go, you know, show me a woman between the age of 18 and 35 who go to this shop who attest to be from this religion, who have these interests. It's incredible how you can target people on Facebook. So, you know, leaving my philosophy about online advertising and its evils aside, if that's what you're looking to do, Facebook is phenomenal. Still the one. Yeah, if you're looking to connect with people and hire people, then you could get creative on Facebook, but I guess LinkedIn is still where you go. For yeah, that. and I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people saying that actually for, for promoting and marketing a company and so on, um, Instagram lately has become a thing. Instagram's awesome, but I just, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a Puritan when it comes to Instagram. I think advertising ruined it. I think what they should have done is they should have gone, you know what, Instagram's free to use, but if you've got more than a thousand followers, you have to pay $5 a month. They could have done this on Twitter as well, you know? Like if you've got more than 5,000 followers, you have to pay, otherwise it's free. I think we would have all done that and that would have probably made them more money than their stupid advertising platform, which just annoys me. Probably a very good point you make. Yeah. You want to go and have hundreds of thousands of followers, yeah. then you must cough up some But I feel like, you know, 
if you are a shop clerk, LinkedIn is fine. Um, but the moment your job is slightly uh, extraordinary, like yours, Rob, like I don't feel like LinkedIn has half a clue what to do with you. Well, LinkedIn you. offered me Cloudy Motswaning's job. They, <laughs> there you they, go. Excellent. I was qualified to be the CEO of the SABC. Um, oh, suggestions. I want to buy a new phone cash. It's affordable. It must take nice photos and it must handle my work email. So, I mean, it, it's almost impossible to think of a phone that can't do those things now. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say Simon Dingle's You know, I, I'm really loving the iPhone SE. It's not a cheap phone. I think a lot of people are telling, telling the world that this is the budget iPhone. It's not. It's an iPhone 6S under the cover. It's got all the power. It's got all the all the uh, camera it's just a smaller phone and it's slightly more affordable but we're still talking about a 10 grand price uh, kind of tag to get you in yeah so i love the iphone se i think they're finally making iphones in the size god intended it to be again <laughs> because i hate big phones so if you're an iphone person check out the se well worth your time uh if you don't mind big phones just go and get a success plus and stop mucking about um if you're an Android person, the Xperia X, which we spoke about on the show, is great. The S7 is great. The Huawei P9 is phenomenal. And if you're looking to save some money and get really smart, go into the Orange Store and get yourself a Wiley Fox for half the price. Uh, or try and track down the OnePlus 3, which has got to be the best value for money phone on the planet right now, bar none. Well, there you go. Simon Dingle, thank you very much. Thank we'll you. Chat next week, dog. Cheers, guys. Peace. Catch up on some of the best moments from the Forbes and Fix show by going to 5FM's catch-up page at 5FM.co.za.